Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dr. Geneva Speaks. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks, where you'll hear amazing leaders from across the nation and around the world. Your host, Dr. Geneva Williams, a cutting-edge transformational leadership coach, hopes and believes this show will enlighten, entertain, and inspire you to make a difference in the world. So listen up as Dr. Geneva speaks. Hey there, everyone. This is Dr. Geneva, and welcome, welcome, welcome once again. You know, I'm so delighted to be with you today where we feature conversations with top leaders for leaders. And as you know, we explore the thinking of today's CEOs of corporations. We've talked to presidents of nonprofits and chief of everything entrepreneurs who are truly leading their market, making an impact on the community, just making things happen all the way around. I always hope that this show will enlighten and ignite your soul and really have you look at life and leadership perhaps through an entirely different prism. I want you to discover the obstacles that leaders face, the failures they bounce back from, and really the personal stories behind each of these successful women and men. We want to learn what makes these leaders tick and sometimes what ticks them off. And we also want to hear what breaks their heart and what they're doing about it. I always say leadership today is tough and sometimes can feel lonely, but I'm hoping that this podcast will refresh you, guide you, and inspire you on your journey to greater purpose. Now, you know, this is Women's History Month. And Congress passed a proclamation in 1987 establishing this month for women's history. Now, before the whole month, it was, a, it was one day, and then it became a week, and now it's a month. And this month recognizes and honors uh, women's achievements, and uh, it's really a great way to pay special attention to what women have achieved and the role they play in our society. Now, here on the Dr. Geneva Speaks show, we, every day is uh, Women's History Month Day because all the time we recognize women, uh, we recognize men too, we recognize all kinds of leaders who are not only at the top of their game, but are also making a difference, making an impact in their community, and really uh, giving us leadership for greater purpose. And I am so thrilled that added to to our phenomenal lineup that we've had over this past year and a half, talking to national leaders, local leaders, leaders from all different walks of life, I'm so delighted 
that I'm adding to our portfolio of leadership today, Katrina Turnbell. And let me tell you, she is leading the co-working space for creative entrepreneurs and has done so much that she recently was recognized by the Michigan Chronicle as a 40 under 40. Now, what that means is this uh, the, the Chronicle uh, identified 40 young movers and shape, uh, shakers who are 40 years old or less, and only 40 of them, which means it's a very, very special, special class of people. And Katrina was recognized for being an expert on the use of digital media and marketing and using the Internet for business-to-business -business purposes. And she really built, has built a solid reputation to providing innovative uh, strategies and solutions using uh, digital methodologies, especially in high-pressure situations. And we want to definitely talk to her about that. And so she's particularly innovative and passionate about helping small to medium-sized businesses uh, receive social media through um, uh, more uh, aligning their business goals with communication and marketing channels. She not only launched a marketing firm, but also, and this is what really excites me about our conversation today, um, made the decision, a strategic decision, I might add, and, you know, we always like to talk on this show about strategic decisions and what makes them strategic, what makes them smart. But she made the decision to acquire a co-working space, an office in Detroit in March of 2016, becoming one of Michigan's only African-American female co-working space owners. So isn't that exciting? I mean, it's just about... Uh, disrupting what's natural and normal and creating innovation. So I'm so delighted to welcome Katrina Turnbaugh. How are you, Katrina? Hello. Katrina, how are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm great. How are you oh. today? Oh, terrific, terrific. I'm so delighted that you're uh, with us today, and tell us about Katrina. I, I did some introductions of you, of course, uh, talking about your recent honors, 40 Under 40, but, you know, I want to go back a little bit. Uh, tell <laughs> us a little bit about your uh, childhood and where you were raised and and what what kinds of things happened to you when you were a youngster that kind of led you on this way to entrepreneurship. Oh, wow. Um, okay, well, I am from Dexter in the Joy Road area. Um, actually, my grandfather was the third black man on the block. Um, and okay, when so he moved in there, Detroit, Michigan. I'm sorry, yes, in Detroit, Michigan, Dexter, Joy Road uh -huh. area at the time was one of the most, uh, actually was the predominant Jewish area for Metro Detroit. And my grandfather, again, you know, as coming from Alabama, um, moved here, and once my grandmother and him married or whatnot, he moved into the neighborhood, you know, in an attempt, like most, to 
um, make a better life for herself and just upwardly mobile. Um, he worked at Chrysler for 30 years, I believe, so um, an offspring of five college graduate women. So in my family, I was not um, – I was not a first-generation college grad. I grew up actually walking, because I actually lived next door to my grandparents. Um, I grew up every day looking at a wall of all my aunts, including my mother, in their college graduation photos. So as a child, I just knew, number one, you know, you have to go on to college and be successful. But my natural personality, even as a child, um, was always inclined to business. I've always been very inquisitive and competitive and, you know, stayed in a million things. And even often my mom had to slow me down. But I definitely had a wonderful childhood, you know, just being in that space and probably one of the last generations, to be honest with you, that was able to play outside freely. (laughs) So getting yelled at to come home with the streetlights and all of those things that we reflect upon now and, you know, kind of do the remember when, they were a part of my life, but also because of where I fall in this whole digital technology world, I'm also old enough now to be a part of when the Internet emerged and became, you know, part of our lives. So, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm that that cutoff generation of remember when there were no cell phones, no computers, and you know what that life was like. But it also became mm-hmm. very integral in school and programming, and uh, in college. I remember the first time that I actually got on Yahoo. Um, my mother was an accountant for OCC, and I actually my first year, even though I gra- I graduated from Florida A and M University. But my first year, I actually went to community college because I could, I went to school for free because my mother was an accountant for the mm-hmm. university, and um okay. and I went I would be in the computer lab and you know it was like what's this whole internet thing about and and you know how I could find information. So I've always also been an information junkie as I've you know said about myself often. So that that kind of shaped me, my desire to learn, my desire to always figure something out, my desire to um, just just be ahead of the curve and always wanting to be the best, if possible, you know, at whatever I was doing. So, um, and also part of my story, another area that's very significant was the shaping of me going to the recreation centers, Joseph Walker Williams Center. Um, and that kind of comes full circle as we talk about my co-working space, but I'm growing up in the 80s and the 90s when, you know, drugs and different things were very heavy heavy in our community. That definitely was a place where I was molded from quite a few different angles and, you know, just people and just really Mm -hmm. seeing a full community outside of just my parents and my immediate family and cousins and all of that fullness. It was also being with people in the community and structured activities and exposure um, you know, also through the recreation center um, at that time, uh, that really had a huge impact upon me too. Mm-hmm. So, so growing up, um, seeing these uh, wonderful images, role models of of uh, members of your family, particularly women, um, you always uh, knew kind of where your path was leading. So, so was there a particular aha? moment where you, um, you know, something that kind of said, 
hey, I'm going to be an entrepreneur? Um, well, I always dream big. I can say that. I was actually a gymnast as a little girl from Joseph Walker Williams Center. It was, you know, ah. a lot of those elements, um, a lot of those elements that we don't have available now. I was that's how I was exposed to gymnastics and mm-hmm. uh when I was okay. about 8, I used to actually tell people and meant it wholeheartedly <laughs> that I was going to the 1996 Olympics. Mary Lou Retton was my idol. And actually, my best friend, one of my best friends, she gave me a Mary Lou Retton idol. I mean, Mary Lou Retton book. Yeah, I was in fourth grade, and um, uh-huh. I just, I've always had a desire to help and do what I can to support. And mm-hmm. I, I was very young, where I had kind of an aha moment. It wasn't related to anything. I had, I was playing outside or doing something, and, I, and all I remember is just having this feeling of knowing that. I want to change the world. And I remember in that moment just literally saying to myself, okay, I guess I'm going to change the world. And <laughs> it went on about my life and, you know, being a kid. But I've always had a desire to have impact upon small businesses. Mm-hmm. Small business owners mm-hmm. always, for whatever reason, caught my attention. I would always ask questions. I, it was just something that was natural to me, and I gravitated mm-hmm. towards it. And I didn't think anything of it. You know, my grandfather ran a a landscaping business his entire time that he was, um, you know, alive. And up until last year, uh, year before last, up until my grandfather died, basically, he was still cutting grass and, you know, and living Mm -hmm. the life that he had established. So I saw that part of someone going out and, you know, having their own business. But I just always thought it was fun. You know, we play Monopoly and just different things. I I always just had a natural inclination to to entrepreneurship and um, reading books about entrepreneurs as a as a child and different things. So just always caught my attention. Yeah, it seems you know it's it's so interesting because I do believe that um, the more we're exposed to things growing up and being young and seeing those opportunities terrific role models, learning, reading, all those kinds of things uh, really help shape the path for us as as we get older. So, Katrina, you're the owner and operator of Canopy Social, which is a digital marketing firm. Uh, So tell us about that. First of all, Tell us about Canopy. How did you come up with that name? Because I noticed it's spelled K-A-N-O-P-I and pronounced Canopy. Yes, well, the Canopy came about because I cover all things digital. Um, just So uh-huh. I have a what's considered an unusual um, digital marketing career. I actually helped launch autotrader.com in this territory um, back in 2003, which at the time, Internet was still looked at as a fad. So my responsibility was to go out and sell to car dealerships and get them to put their inventory online. And, you know, at that time, and this was before, of course, the the big uh, car, you know, the big market and car bubble crash and everything, but I knew a few years before that bubble was going to happen because of me working in the car industry and I knew what was going on. And digital mm-hmm. marketing 
actually because of where I sat and it being in the B2B, I could see the behavior of, again, what was happening with the car industry and everything. Um, so okay. being in, being one of the first to actually have a corporate career in digital marketing was very, very unique because, as I often tell young women and, you know, those especially now being in um, even working in the career career industry in the job space, my job did not exist 15, 20 years ago. And people have mm-hmm. to remember that. I don't have mm-hmm. anyone to look up to to say, hey, I want to go into Internet marketing. The word, it didn't even <laughs> exist. So okay. I went into a career where I had managers to who – they did the best that they could because they had no more exposure than I did, and it was actually up to mm-hmm. my up to myself to teach myself about digital marketing. And at the time, it was very um, it was the fundamentals of sales, and that's what I always tell people when I speak or talk about dig- digital marketing. Um, digital marketing is nothing more than an evolution of the marketing channels that we have now. At one point, it was only radio. And then TV came along. And then, you know, all of these other mediums came along. And I just happened to be part of that wave of, you know, the technology boom of the newest medium to disseminate um, information. And what I learned from there was all of the fundamentals of what Internet marketing is now, how people behave online, how companies can change behavior, how do you look and read numbers as it relates to making decisions to your target market, um, you know, all of those marketing things that you used to have to hire, a, you know, a Nielsen or a market research firm, and true enough, those things are still very important. Um, being in the Internet marketing space so early on in autotrader.com, being such a um, leader and, you know, an innovator in that space, I, was, I, w- I had information at my fingertips that was unbelievable. So mm-hmm. um, as I learned and went into that space, people automatically assumed because I was in digital marketing that I did websites. So everything that I, right. everything that my customer <laughs> thought that I should know how to do, I would actually go teach myself. So I would just say, okay, yeah, we'll get back yeah. to that. <laughs> and then I'll go teach yeah. myself and then I would do it because I didn't have anyone to help me. And anyone mm-hmm. who works in sales, when you have a sales quota, by all means, if you want to keep your job, you're going to meet that quota. So Absolutely. I taught myself everything I needed to know and more. And then I'm, at that point, I, it was really interesting and fun. Um, I've been very fortunate to always work in cutting edge, you know, um, uh, early early adopter, being an early adopter in this industry. So, again, going back to my inquisitiveness, I like knowing, I like being in an industry that was brand new and we can make it up. We could go along with it. We could figure it out. It wasn't mm-hmm. any written rules. So it gave me the opportunity right. to have, to, to, to really experiment. And they were looking to me like, we have no clue what this is, so you tell us. So, you know, it gave me a little bit of breathing room, too, because <laughs> nobody knew what they were doing, and I had to teach them or learn. We were all learning together. Learning together. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Katrina Turnbow, who is leading the co-working space for mm-hmm. creative entrepreneurs, and we've been hearing about uh, her leadership in the digital marketing field and how she's 
not only paved the way, but learned how to pave that way. And uh, it's just such an exciting, exciting opportunity. Now tell me, Katrina, as the leader, as a leader in this digital marketing uh, field, as, as you shared with us, what's the biggest lesson you've learned? Oh, um, my biggest lesson that I've learned in developing in this space is, you know, it, as it relates to actually now the entrepreneur side of me, um, number one, learning how to increase your bandwidth. Um, I would say I've been very fortunate in terms of how I've been able to transition. I actually, from a marketing, you know, daily daily standpoint of what do I do, you know, how how does my company operate? I've been very fortunate to hide behind corporate brands for a very long time. Um, and part of that was intentional because I had small children and a family and just different things going on. And I also respect and know the power of once you put yourself out there, there's no closing the door back. So it's Pandora's box. And because mm-hmm. I've had an opportunity to manage other brands, evolve as a marketing company still in an ever-evolving arena that's moving so fast, you know, I've just been very sensitive to that. And, and now, even though I've always been out in the front or supporting other brands, and I get it often, like, Katrina, what do you actually do? But what people don't uh-huh. realize is I'm in the back, I'm in the background orchestrating Um, you know, helping to coordinate, being on the team of multiple brands. So it has given me so much exposure that that is part of the reason that I came up with Canopy Social is all things um, digital covered because anything related to digital marketing, I have either touched, I have produced, I have coordinated or evolved and actually developed a service around. And one of my favorites, which I actually just – did this weekend with um, the Michigan Black Chamber of Commerce and the watch party uh, for Ellis Island Tea is a niche that I've carved out that I call social media um, event production. So often people don't realize that you need social media. You know, you want to watch and follow social media along with the brand. Well, depending upon the brand, if they do not have you know, if it's not a concert or entertainment or TV and that those type of things, behaviorally the community may not be tapped in to know how and talk and generate conversation. So I actually often am behind the scenes um, keeping this digital conversation alive and going for events, for corporate events, for large brands um, and different things like that. Uh, my biggest mm-hmm. Well, what really kicked that off in terms of it turning into what I called a thing? I was like, oh, this is something a service I really offer. I was able to okay. um, support and coordinate social media for Bill Clinton when he came for the Jack Jeff dinner a few years ago because I was doing some social media for the Democratic Party. And when that opportunity presented itself to be able to bring alive the social and digital conversation during his speech. You know, for the Democratic Party, that's what really opened up my right. eyes in terms of the significance of aligning social media from an event production standpoint and making it all integrate. So there are quite a few components um, now that, of course, have evolved as social media is now. Everybody's accepting it and knowing that it's important. 
Um, but there are so many aspects of it that are just evolving, and that, and that has turned into be one of my favorites. It's it's quite uh, quite the production. However, I love it. I love the uh, immediate interaction uh-huh. of it all. I can see that you love it, and you're very, very passionate about it. And and this whole, you know, I, I think what I'm hearing is that this whole world of of being, you know, the digital market marketing world isn't just one facet or another piece, or it's it's lots of different pieces. And and you seem to be an expert in integrating and bringing them together and putting them under this canopy as you say, yes. <laughs> and you know, you have a lot of services. Now, I want you, we have just a few moments left, and there's at least a couple of things that I want to get. I want to first hear about the co-working space and office in Detroit. Tell us quickly about what a co-working space is. A co-working space is a business environment that allow, allows small businesses and now even corporations who, who tend to have a, a virtual workforce, the opportunity to come together and work in a creative environment or just a business environment that facilitates growth for that person, that company, or that brand. Um, you know, often it's referred to coffee houses, you know, with a focus, or I've heard, you know, some other things. But what what emerged was in the tech industry, and now that it is being, you know, known throughout all industries now what co-working is, when you were isolated, you know, for so for so long in certain careers, you need people to work with. You need someone to stimulate your mind. You need to have human interaction at some point to, you know, further develop the growth of whatever you're doing. And these spaces evolved where people came together and resources were shared. So I was very, very fortunate in my development of developing my marketing company as I knew when I was going to leave corporate America, um, I actually put it out in the universe, you know, literally like, okay, I'm going to develop a studio, you know, that supports digital marketing services and have an element of co-working. So what happened is that I actually responded to um, uh, a lead in reference to an office in Detroit. It was actually going to close two weeks before I got in touch with the owner, and Uh it happened so fast it was almost unbelievable to me. Uh (laughs) I was was like, is this real? This is happening? So and it did and it you know it has been and one so of the greatest able, blessings and opportunities. Yeah, and so you were able I'm, to create this co-working space. And so, how many? So who's in the space? Can can you tell us? And and as you're letting us know about that, I, I'm I'm hearing that as part of your leadership model, you know, again, you you come from a, a, um, a background where there's uh, you know, there was always a desire to learn, being ahead of the curve, um, seeing fantastic role models. So I want to know what's ahead for you. So tell us about well, in this COVID space, and then what's ahead for you, and what what do you want your legacy to be? And and we've got Katrina about a minute and a half. So see okay, what I'm laying well, out in for short. You? <laughs> yes. Um, well, first and foremost, the website to learn a little bit more, which is uh, which is 
officeindetroit.com. We are located in the district, so I walk out my building and I look at the arena. So within the next year, we're definitely in one of the hottest areas of Metro Detroit. Um, right okay, now, we have a hodgepodge of Katrina, entrepreneurs. That's the, yeah, I just want to say that's the Little Caesars Arena that you're talking about. Yes, right? the Little Caesars. When thank you, walk you out, the Little I, Caesars Arena. Yeah, I just say the that Little Caesars you know, Arena. Is, um, it, that's right. Our show is national, in fact, international. So there may be oh, folks right. who don't know. Right. Okay, so you're talking about the Little Caesars Arena that's being built in the district downtown. Detroit, and so you walk out your front door, and there it is. Yes, I am actually in um, a beautiful historic Albert. The space is held inside of a historic Albert Kahn building. This is my first location, which is 2727 2nd Avenue, um, and it's a smaller, more <laughs> intimate space. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? No, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I didn't, I, it was a little bit of break. <laughs> It was just I couldn't couldn't hear from the phone. But the no great problem. thing that have, it, Katrina, yeah, Katrina, we have about a moment, a minute left. So I wanted everybody to to know that they can go online. You're at an a n office in Detroit. www dot an office in Detroit, which is phenomenal. Go look her up. And Katrina, in our remaining few seconds, because I got to have you back. I mean, it's just obvious I got to have you back. But tell us what you want your legacy to be. I want my legacy to be related to having an impact, and all businesses need to have a digital footprint. And it doesn't need to be anything fancy. You just need to control your voice and make sure that you're represented and that people know that you are in business. Ooh, wow. That is phenomenal. And you know what? I can just tell by your passion and your leadership, that that's going to happen. You're going to do that, girl. And I'm so well, proud I hope of you. so. <laughs> Thank you. And just a little add-in, I have two other locations coming for the co-working space, so stay tuned for that. Oh, two other. And so people can, if they go to Detroit, they can find out about those additional locations, right? Well, actually, we're getting ready. We finally can make an announcement because we're getting ready to start on the build-out. And the third, we haven't completed everything, but we're going through the logistics. But, yes, stay connected to an office in Detroit. Love it, love it, Katrina. Thank you so much. It's been phenomenal. I've got to have you back. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. Geneva Speaks. Dr. Geneva Williams, an expert facilitator and leadership coach, lecturer, and keynote speaker. For more information on Dr. Geneva, visit her online at www.drgenevaspeaks.com. That's drgenevaspeaks.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.